0: A part of Andy today will be played by a sticky package of pork jerky.
1: We went down the rivers, we We crossed crossed the the plains, plains. over the mountains, we hoarded streams. We
2: went west, Ah. we trapped, we mined, we carved our names, with guns and axes, we sought our fame. Our destiny
1: was manifest. God help those who stood in the way of business and progress and the USA. the USA. This is how the West was fucked.
0: Welcome to How the West Was Fucked, a weekly examination of the fucked up fuckery of the 19th century American West. We'll be talking mountain men, explorers, cowboys gunslingers, and the native tribes who had to suffer all these fucks. So this is How the West Was
2: Fucked. It's pretty much a show about Ben Hyman if he was Canadian and beat the shit out of everybody. Oh. And worked at a produce stand.
1: Mm, nope. Ben Hyman?
2: Yeah, our, our buddy Ben. Yeah. My name is Haman. But... Oh,
1: okay. I was going to say, he probably got made fun of a lot, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. No.
2: We still call him. It's in my phone is Hyman. Still, Yeah, See, I actually me went too. out to Kansas to hang out with one of the guys. Oh,
1: there. okay, that Ben. Yeah,
0: he has a a uh, brick in Safeco that says yep. Ben Hyman was here.
1: Yep. Tight. Yep. yep. Anyway.
2: Anyway. All right, are we recording? Oh yeah. All right. Uh, welcome back to uh, how the West was fucked. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by the letter M. M is for Missouri. It is for Mormons. It is for militia. It is also for mountains and meadows and massacre.
1: Hey, is, is militia? Is that the basis for the word malicious?
2: I don't know. No. No. No militia. Like
1: malicious, malice. Mr. Malice. Malice is the military. Oh, but if shit. you spell
2: malice different, it means apple. M A L U S. Are you serious? Yes. But not M A L I. What if you
0: spell it with a P H? It'd be phallus.
2: You're not wrong.
1: <laughs> Are you guys gonna ask me a question? Or what?
2: <laughs> so Tony, A. What do you know about the uh, the uh, LDS Church? And B. What do you know about the Mountain Meadows Massacre?
1: Uh, I know about the DDL Church, Daniel Day Lewis. Oh yeah. Epic Church. Yeah. That's- um, the Mormons, uh, followed some dude named John around that saw a lizard that talked to him and found silver in the plates in the ground. Yeah. I don't know about the lizard. No, they had
2: yeah,
0: gold the- records cause he was a DJ. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then
2: the angel moron. Eye. <laughs> like maroni <laughs> yep. Moroni jabroni, the jabroni. either which way <laughs> well we don't we're not really going to concentrate too much on the on the tenets of lds because any of our listeners if they want to learn more they will have a friendly yeah. neighborhood they can
0: buy their own underwear
1: we're so. gonna say uh, we're gonna send people to your house well we're uh, not going to but this weekend <laughs>
0: yeah it's I, I i don't like them just because you know they sneak up on you when you're trying to jack off so other oh. than that i don't have any problems with them
2: well you also have the problem with that, you know, the Postal Service and the UPS guy and the cable guy. Oh, yeah. And your neighbors.
1: And and the voices in my head like yeah. the guy on the bus. Well, yeah. Isn't that crazy how voices in your head sneak up on you like that?
0: Well, most of them in German, so I can't understand them anyway. So.
1: Interesting.
2: Shit.
0: Mm-hmm. So, uh, September 11th, a day that we'll never forget. Yeah. Except for we did because September 11th, 1857, this is
1: when all this happened. Yeah. 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 So basically... the Dude, uh, how many fucked up things happened on September 11th? At least, just that. At just, least, at the least two. The government keeps fucking doing it, man. There's yeah. been exactly two. Those, those wagons... Been, well, it's been over one. Yeah, those
0: wagons were treated with something. They wouldn't go up in flames yeah, like that.
2: Yeah. God, snow wagons don't burn like that. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm a structural engineer.
0: <laughs> I'm a mountain massacre
2: truther. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, well, that's the funny thing is we, we actually kind of are... Or we're, we're about to be because... Uh, I've, I've brought this up to friends of mine that are like what you call it Jack Mormon or you know former former uh LDS folks and at least I, th- I think they've kind of started to admit it a little bit more now but only, in, in their education yeah only like in as the kids. last
0: 10 years did the church actually sign off on it yeah so. because
2: like the kids uh, in their you know they'd learn all about Utah and history and you know all the stuff and that this one they kind of glossed over.
0: Mm-hmm. Quite a bit. Well, uh, they definitely did cover it up for the first 20-so years. Yeah. Before,
2: we'll, well, we'll delve into that a little yeah. further. But
0: So uh, September 11th, 1857, there was a wagon train trucking on through Utah, and uh, they kind of got uh, all killed. Yep. Save for about 17 or 18 youngins, and... Um, like, who, yeah, we'll who take was the wagon train?
1: Just a random group of people They were west?
0: from Arkansas and Missouri, but they yeah. took off from Arkansas. And Missouri is where kind of the Mormons got ran out of right. there was, for the second time.
2: There was a yeah, pretty, uh, let's see, yeah, where did they, I can't remember where they started, like upstate New York. New York. Yeah. yeah. And like uh, Missouri, if I'm not mistaken, that's where Brigham Young and his brother were killed. That was Illinois, or that was Illinois.
0: Third stop at Carthage. And okay, Nauvoo.
2: Well, basically, let's start. Let's start out with what was going on uh, in the 1800s as regarded the, the Mormons. And actually, it was kind of a time of there was a lot of like up and coming new like religious fervor yeah, revivalism. Happening. Yeah, but uh, um, either which way, like the
0: Mormons, like um, it was kind know, of like the 70s with all the cults and shit.
2: Yeah, you know. Yeah, not dissimilar. Only a lot more firearms and horses. But, uh, um, you know, they were like, uh, basically the the idea was they wanted to set up um, kind of a um, uh, God's kingdom on earth kind of thing. And, you know, they they got a bunch of land and they set up the city, what are you, city of Nauvoo. Mm -hmm. And uh, what the hell is it? Uh, There was another one nearby. Uh, uh,
0: Well, Carthage is where they were killed. Okay. That was kind of the nearby town. They put them in the jail so they wouldn't get killed, him and his brother. But that didn't quite work out too well.
2: Right, yeah. So basically, uh, in true Old West fashion, uh, Joseph Smith and his brother, what was his brother's name again? Like Hiram? Hiram. Yeah. Um, Were we're in the jail for their own protection. And then, you know, the the posse of concerned citizens, you know, kind of showed up and just killed them while they were in protective custody. And so- That would kind
0: of make you paranoid from years after that. Yeah, no shit. Well,
2: and there's also a good degree of um, just native uh, Missourians, like, you know, raiding and- pillaging and and burning down people's joints and you and know being dicks. not wanting to trade with um uh things of that nature and then there's uh there was that big massacre at uh what was what hill uh blah, 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 blah. I think
0: it's Han yeah or something? Han, yeah I've yeah. seen it
2: spelled like two different ways but that was like what close to hundred people killed including like nine year I read some really graphic t- like descriptions after all the adults were killed there was like three little kids like hiding in like a blacksmith shop or something and like underneath the uh, the bellows and they were found and just summarily shot like by adults. I think they spared one kid. And I don't understand why, but the kid, the guy that blew off the nine year old's head was like, well, it's make lice. You know, mm-hmm. like saying like the little things will grow up and the bigger things. Well, I've heard that. Um, I've heard Jesus that Christ. used to refer to Native Americans by people that were trying to wipe out Native Americans.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I've heard that uh, kind of used to refer to uh, uh, people of the Abrahamic uh, uh, Hebrew faith uh, in regard to people wanting to uh, obliterate them. So, you know, there was that kind of attitude uh, with the uh, with the what the Mormons would call the Gentiles uh, concerning the Mormons in Missouri. Uh, they're kind of seen as
1: Something, oh, to be wiped, something to be wiped out, something right. to be eradicated. They're not like us, so fuck them, get them all out of here. Right.
0: Yeah, and, and basically they just told them to leave town and get yeah. just get across the river.
2: Well, they, there was also that article uh, written, uh, I can't remember, like, uh, they, basically it was like a proclamation for the extermination of Mormons, and a lot of what it was based and predicated on is there was starting to be um, some push for uh, uh, um, what's called uh, abolition of slavery. And a lot of people were figuring, well, if we could just get people more worried about the Mormons, they'll shut up about
1: trying to release the slaves. Oh, oh man. It's like the so, <laughs> tale's oldest time in this fucking country. Yeah, it's, yeah.
0: And this is about the time of the Kansas-Nebraska Act, where Missourians were getting all sort of shady yeah, shit done in Kansas. Yeah, and, like
2: one well, bleeding, bleeding Kansas kind of yeah. runs parallel. Like, yeah. So yeah. There, this is a time of uh, a great bloodshed and turmoil on all sides, but... You know, it, it cannot be denied that the Mormons at this point were basically very persecuted, mm-hmm. and up to this point hadn't really done a lot of a lot of
1: fighting back. Well, at that point, I think that that early on they were looked at as kind of like the Church of Scientology. They were like the not a real religion. They kinda... still kind of are. Oh, I, I agree. I mean, <laughs> it's they're kind of all religions. They're they're less persecuted now. I mean, they get yeah. a, they get made fun of a lot, but that's about it. Hey, know. in the words of Cyndi Lauper, money changes everything. It's fucking hey, baby. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Want have lunch, A lot of the, uh, they're kind of spread really quick for that first, because basically it started in really 1830 is when they got real, real established, and it was 1846 is when they went to Utah. And Utah wasn't even part of the United States at that time, because no. they were still fighting over it. Uh, and then, uh, Brigham Young, he was the leader after Joseph Smith got killed. Right. And, uh... He basically kind of picked the brain of old Jim Bridger. And said, hey, where where should we go? And it's like, Hey, there's this cool little area called Salt Lake. So they went there. And uh, well, kind of the funny thing about that, the uh, before the army came in '57, uh, they burned uh, Bridger's fort in uh, southwest Wyoming.
2: Yep. To try to deny mm-hmm. access. Yeah. Well, and the other thing, part of the reason why like a lot of people was like, Why the fuck did the Mormons want to settle in the Salt Lake Valley? If anybody, you know, those of you that been there, been there, the Wasatch Front, is not exactly the, actually the, the you know, a very uh, lush, <laughs> like, foresty environment. No. You know, the Salt Lake is a fucking lake made of salt. And, mm-hmm. You know, there's a little bit of like water trickling out of the hills, but it's pretty arid. I read, uh, like even the native, like the Paiutes and the Utes, would basically only use that valley to if they wanted to kill, catch the big crickets when they wanted to eat cricket. You know, when their other stuff was short. They got the big, uh, what they're literally they're called Mormon crickets, and they're like nice protein morsels. Mm-hmm. And they didn't,
1: chocolate hadn't even been invented yeah, yet, well, so some, they couldn't dip them in that. I think of it like land <laughs> land shrimp, fucking disgusting, dude. <laughs> yeah,
2: but either which way, um, you know, it was like, why the hell would the Mormons want to settle in this place? And of course, there's the whole idea, you know, Brigham Young like was, you know, got it through prophecy or whatever. But a lot of it was due to hey, here's a place we can settle that the United States government and no other fucking settler is going to even want to try to take from us.
1: Oh, my God. It's, so we won't mm-hmm. have to... It was like... It's like uh, uh, that movie Maverick when uh, uh, fucking the racist guy... Um, what? what? Will Smith? Will, no, no, no. Uh, the the other one. Uh, the uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, Mel Gibson, oh, oh. <laughs> goes, that racist guy. He goes right. and hangs out with his, his Native American buddy. Oh, Graham Greene? He's like, I swear to God, the next time you people run us off our land, I'm going to find the most awful piece of shit swampland in the fucking <laughs> planet. <laughs> <laughs> like you stop fucking messing with us. Yep, that's yeah. pretty much the idea. Just
0: go to any uh, reservation, and it's like you know, like the Skok- uh, Skokomish out there. Is you know, everybody's house is oh, man. twenty feet k- off the air, oh, right? when when I was a
1: kid, we used to party at the Skok so hard, and like you only roll with your buddies that had giant pickup trucks because you literally would be at a party, and the fucking whole valley would flood, and like everybody's like, shit, and there'd be the dude with a monster truck, like just like. Shuttling people across the water yeah. before it got too deep. And that's only,
2: yeah, that's always an assumption when you go to the res. It's like, oh, what? So tell me, buddy, why did your people, you know, settle here? Why did you choose to settle here? It's not like they chose to settle there. Yeah. It's like, look, man, this is where you fucking live now. We're yeah. taking your, you know, yep. As we've already dealt with, with like the Modocs, and we'll, we'll be dealing with a lot more of that as yep. time goes on. But in this,
1: it's the American way. But,
2: Fuck them. Yeah. But in, the, in this case, yeah, we're dealing with more, uh,
0: White-on-white white crime.
2: Well, yeah, but there was also, you know, the Utes and Paiutes were also being dispossessed by the Mormons at the same time. Mm-hmm. But at least they did have um, some kind of system set up where they had, like, farmers that would help provide for the natives, probably to keep them from...
0: Yeah, Indian you know, agents slash uh, kind of farmers. Right, but
2: my understanding is they weren't like like the normal, like, federal government Indian agents. I thought they were kind of run by the Utah hierarchy
0: um well that's kind of the other um gripe that the mormons had is a lot of that administrative stuff was done by non-mormons or
2: uh, well i know it was there was the point when you know because brigham young was the, like, the governor and i know eventually they appointed some judges that yeah. were non-mormon and they and they, that was part of
0: the concession is that he stepped down as governor and leader of the not leader of the church. You can't really be governor and leader at the church at the same time. That's right. not really fair to the well, people who aren't Mormon. Not, 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 be, not well, there's a
2: lot of them. You can but. be if you don't want to be a part of the United States. Mm-hmm. You can totally do that because that happens in a lot of theocratic.
0: Yeah, but, and the whole polygamy thing, they didn't quite like that either. Well,
2: the polygamy thing, you know, like it's made out of the polygamy thing, but it, you know, it really wasn't policy for that long. I think it was only like, like 30, 40 years. And, you know, it's not. As widely accepted by uh, yeah. Mormons as as it's a lot of times made out well, to the be. Well,
1: the polygamy thing, honestly, like is any any cult that starts out. They always like free love, man. Yeah. All of them are that way. Well, they Always start that yeah, way. Any that's religion, what gets people fucking hooked. You bang anybody you fucking want. Well yeah. and a lot of it's hey neckbeard, look at all the fucking totally. ass you pull down, you, you know, like totally. The only reason it always start, goes away when they start killing people. Yeah.
0: The only reason to start a cult is to play acoustic guitar and make people listen to their awful songs and bang underage girls.
1: Good To know, I mean, that's why Scientology started. Yeah, just saying, David branch, Kerr- branch oh, That is, There's yeah. one we got to do.
0: That's that's nothing compared to <laughs> anything else. Yeah, um, so I have here about like maybe 20 30 percent that actually practiced it back in the day when it was an actual thing. Uh, Brigham Young had 55 wives, the other guy we'll be talking about a lot, John D. Lee, uh, he had only 19. Uh, and he was the local uh, Indian agent slash kind of getting the uh, Paiutes to farm down in the south end of things Right. there in Utah. So he will be the guy being the scapegoat for all this good stuff.
2: Okay, basically we, we had established that basically the, the, the Mormons were getting run out of Missouri and had established, um, started establishing, and at this point, you know, uh, 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 57 was it again? 57,
0: so they've only been there like 10 years. Right,
2: but they, they've already got some pretty pretty impressive shit happening. I mean, I was reading accounts of, like, the first day that the first Mormons hit, the, the settlers hit the Salt Lake Valley. They immediately pulled down some plows, unhitched the oxen from the carts, and started trying to fucking plow. While the dirt was so hard, it fucked up their plows. So then they fixed the plows and then sprinkled some water and then went to plowing and then actually got it plowed. I mean, they had, like, their first planning done within, like, a week. Which was kind of optimistic because it was a little late in the year and they weren't going to get a real good crop anyway. But it just kind of shows their, like, resolve and their, like, kind of bullheadedness of, like, fuck you. We're yeah, and
0: when you're not getting drunk, you have a lot of time for shit.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, you know, yeah.
0: <laughs> 57 also finds a uh, Parley Pratt. Uh, he was kind of a Mar- uh, Mormon uh, prophet. He was there in uh, Arkansas and was murdered, not necessarily by anything political, but... By one of the his wife's legal husbands.
2: Yeah. See, this lady uh, uh, basically, uh, I I, th- I think her she was married to Pratt, and I, I believe they had a kind of a shitty marriage, and probably a little abusive, and well, I mean, probably more than a little abusive, whatever. And she had been interested in Mormonism anyway, and she never got like a real divorce, but she got like a spiritual divorce, <laughs> and then got like married to uh, to Pratt. Yeah. and then uh, so the old, what was the other the husband's name like McKay or uh,
0: yeah that I don't have. I either.
2: shit, I was just just
0: make it. up a no- name. It was
2: vaguely va- vaguely Irish sounding. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Jerry Shale. Yep. Yep. Sounds good. But uh, but yeah, and so yeah, he murdered murdered Pratt.
0: So that, and uh, they started to hear rumors that the army is coming from him uh, for him. Uh, of course, they get bogged down in Fort Laramie. Because they run out of provisions,
2: yeah, and who have we waited
0: heard for horses and everything like that? Who have
2: we heard getting bogged down in the Fort Laramie area before? That never happens to anybody in all this never. time. Not the Astoria party. None of them guys know. Nope.
0: So, uh, are we? We could take a break right here, real quick, if you want. Let's do it. I don't all right. That. Hey there, River cats. This episode is brought to you by Magic Mormon Underwear. Yes, because God can't stand to look at you naked. That's Magic Mormon Underwear. Towers up your pivot care By Joseph Smith.
1: Okay. But are we, though?
0: No. Not really. So uh, that was the Baker-Francher party where the uh, immigrants coming on through, and they were from Arkansas going to California. So this is kind of the beginning of the wagon train days because Oregon Trail's only really been open for that 10 years, since uh, 46, since Fremont kind of laid out the whole thing, and kind of made it popular with it, with everybody. Right, because this was,
2: uh, they were on the trail as part of like I think they call the Old Mormon Trail and the Santa Fe Trail, where that meets up, am I not No, mistaken? that
0: splits off uh, further up, but this is the old uh, California Trail, which um, Judd Smith kind of first explored. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And there's was just kind of remnants from way, way back in the 1600s, but uh, they kind of opened that back up. And that was the other reason that they were kind of stopped at Mountain Meadows, because that was kind of the last uh, good little grassy area before they had to cross the well, the, and, all the deserts and good stuff and like that. And the reason
2: why they were that far south is uh, not too many years previous, uh, uh, the, the Donner Party had been in one of the—it was getting late in the year, and the Donner Party had happened, and they didn't <clears throat> want to have what the Donner Party had happened. Which was they got stranded a in meat, the snow and a ate. meat party? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, in retrospect, sausage party. More people made it out of the fucking Donner Party than ended up making it out of the uh, Francher. Uh, what's mm.
1: the
2: other? Yeah. Uh, Francher. Baker Francher. Baker Francher. So maybe they should have taken their chances with the weather. I don't. I don't know. But mm-hmm. it seemed like maybe. a good idea at the time.
0: Yeah. The uh, the other thing too, um, the kind of the uh, Mormons down south, there was kind of more of the older. Guard there, the, kind of the more that experienced all the getting murdered on yeah. before, and they're a little more zealous. Yeah. At least according to some.
2: Well, the other and, thing. And Brigham Young is sitting up in what, Salt Lake, which is about 350 miles?
0: Yeah, pretty close, because yeah, Mount Meadows is really, way far really south in the corner there.
1: By Pinto. Pinto. Yeah. My first car, man. But basically, you got to remember that oh, this, Pinto this, this is also,
2: also before Utah has Telegraph. So, like any kind of message that's going to travel has to basically be done like poor man's pony express style.
0: Yeah, and they stopped the mail service into there too, which kind of tipped them off that the the army's coming. Yeah. Basically, the Mormons were ready for war right then, and they were getting everybody that they could that were often there was people out in California that they were getting back and arming themselves and
2: yeah, well, you know, all sorts of things. And they were preparing to do shit like uh, set fire to Salt Lake City. You know, basically deny the enemy. Uh, it's like um, what the Dutch did uh, to save themselves, uh, or not save themselves. Uh, and, you know, but uh, when France was trying to invade du- uh, Holland, it's like, well, oh, we'll just flood it. Fuck you! You can have it. It's mm-hmm. flooded now. So okay. they were like, so the Mormons <laughs> were getting ready to basically turn it into a smoking wasteland. It's was like, cool, you won, but what? What did you win? Yeah. Was it worth it? Yeah,
0: you know? that's why they burned Fort Bridger at the time.
2: Yeah. When also about this? Oh,
0: 167 miles is uh, from Salt
2: Lake. Really? Yeah. it was further. Okay.
0: Wagon train. They uh, A lot of them were Missouri, and they were uh, telling these Mormons when they didn't want to trade with them, um, because they were kind of, the Mormons were under uh, you know, martial law at the time. Yes. They were just telling them to fuck off, and uh, so the uh, immigrants were like, hey, this is the gun that killed Joe Smith. Yeah, yeah. And really egging them on, or at least according to their stories. And the thing is, there is different stories from absolutely everybody. Right. And, and that's written down. At least the Mormons are good at writing things down. Record
2: keeping, yeah. Well, and also you have declaration. Okay, we know there was the martial law happening because Brigham Young and Zyreups were fully assuming that you know, the full weight of the United States government was marching on Utah. And so, like you're saying, like they had their militias because they don't have their own standing army because, once again, they're not their own country, really their territory. But um, you know, the, every little town had its kind of militia. And the farmers and shit were being told, hey, we're going to have to set aside some some of our food and, and stuff in case of, like, siege and, and things like that. And you got to be ready to, like, torch your fields and shoot your livestock if, if they get too close, you know. And uh, so they were on a total war footing. So part of why the Mormons didn't want to trade with the wagon train people is because literally they were told, hey, we got to stockpile fucking everything we have. Right. And also they just kind of didn't want to but i mean it was it wasn't just that a lot of it was for practical reasons and in fact they weren't sure that this fucking wagon train wasn't like spies and stuff like that you know
1: there's a lot of paranoia going on oh absolutely and a lot of especially when like you don't there's you don't have instantaneous like communication between anybody and and plus like lots of
0: lots of rumors and
2: and when you find out that this wagon train is composed of people from the place that just treated you very very horribly and you've got people like uh, apparently also like you know like a lot of times as a wagon train would travel across the country you'd get some scabs that would kind of like join on you it's like because it was safer you you know you might have some guys that have been out fucking around in the bush stealing cattle or whatever and it's like well oh, there's a wagon train we can latch on with them, and they'd kind of let them follow them, but they'd, they'd do dastardly shit, they'd get all drunk, and they'd fuck with talent. You know, they right. basically leave a bunch of people with a bad taste in their mouth, but they weren't necessarily actually part of that wagon train. They were just kind of like tag-alongs. So there was a lot of that going on, too.
0: Yeah, so um, let's uh, pick it up where they're at uh, Mountain Meadows. And uh, so the wagon train first gets attacked, possibly by the, the Paiutes, Uh, Of course, some of the kids, that was the other dumb thing that they did is, uh, you know, they kept the kids around after the fact. And when the army came around to uh, investigate, they just let them talk to the kids who were, you know, oldest. It was seven or eight at the time, but they still knew that what happened there and uh, that uh, some of the Indians were kind of had painted Uh, painted up white dudes.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, there was before, once again, the preamble to this too, as the wagon train was moving, it's pretty well documented. They were being followed by a band of Paiute. They're getting shadowed the whole time, which was also not an uncommon thing. Anytime you have some, some group of people moving across a vast expanse, it attracts attention, and sometimes that attention is wanted, and sometimes it's definitely not. And you plus, know.
1: back then there were way less channels on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I mean, if something was something big was coming through your neighborhood, like you yeah. know, go watch it. Well, or more it's like popcorn. see a ladder like, stir at the sun, or
2: we can like hang out until they're crossing a river and go be waiting downstream for if shit gets overturned and washed down or yeah. maybe we just decide to kill them all in the night and take their shit yeah. you know there's
1: a lot of variables this could go either way yeah <laughs> that was,
0: uh, part of the martial law thing going on too is that uh, they told uh, everybody to get their their indian friends up and going just in case yep, yep. Uh, they were basically mil-
2: mili- militarizing the uh, indigenous personnel also just flat out like taking sickles and turning them into bayonets mm-hmm. in some cases manufacturing their own firearms so you know Mormons being industrious people that they were, and they're told to get ready for war. They they got the fun yeah. They're
0: uh, trying to make their own lead too somewhere in Nevada, I think, uh, at the time,
2: um, out of gold, right? Yeah. Reverse alchemy. Yep. Had some, okay. Has some diminishing returns.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, the wagon train kind of held off that attack for five days. So who knows exactly why they kind of gave up? Uh, John D. Lee is uh, kind of the uh, Guy, we'll be talking about much later too. Um, he kind of went into the wagon train and kind of lobbied them to come out, uh, saying everything's okay. And uh, so we'll get to the bloody part, I guess.
2: Well, it basically, let's also like, okay, we're, we're talking about like, picture this it's a five day siege, you've got your wagons, you've all seen the westerns where it's like, oh, circle the wagons, and when you're watching that on a movie, it's like. Awesome, you just parked some wood shit around you, so what the fuck is that going to do? You know, you can shoot right through the side of most of these things. It's all burnable. Well, it wasn't that simple. They would actually do shit, like you'd circle the wagons, you'd pull the wheels off them so their wagon beds are sitting flat on the ground. Then you start digging a trench behind the wagon and throwing all the dirt into the wagon, thus making a big box full of dirt, which is a hell of a lot better oh, fortification yeah. than yeah, just it, a wood wagon.
1: And then that way, like, even the the shitty fucking musket balls or whatever come flying out of the yeah. guns, like, get stuffed into the dirt. and Right.
2: Yeah. And, well, and even if you burn the wagon, at least so there's a big pile fucking of pile of dirt in front yep. of you, and you're already standing in a breastworks in a hole. Yeah. So it's, like, over five days, they're continuously getting sniped at by natives and probably some Mormons while they're shooting back and tending to their wounded and trying to feed their kids and fortifying this position so they're holding out but they end up kind of running out of fresh water started running out of ammunition and yeah all that and stuff. they could
0: have uh camped right by a creek but it was like too boggy so they didn't do that the other thing with the um the wagon train oh that was uh they were nice enough to get buried in their own pit that they dug oh, oh. that was nice <laughs> uh,
2: efficiency um, yes
0: so um and actually they sent out two people trying to, or two groups of people trying to get out to get help, and of course they got murderized too. But
2: right. also, okay, it should be stated this time also, um, there is a, a um, word has been sent, because like before they decided to actually attack the wagon train, they wanted to get Brigham Young's opinion on it, and they had sent a guy riding help oh, for leather with like a letter asking for instructions. That letter arrived two days after the massacre, so... And Brigham Young, in his letter, said, "Leave him the fuck alone. Don't do anything, because he knew that would very likely, if the army wasn't coming, then they would be coming after that. You know? Right? Mm-hmm. That's
1: gonna that's gonna set shit off. Yeah. for
2: sure.
0: That was the other fishy thing too. That's why some people think that um, Brigham Young had a lot, little more to do with it, because uh, when it was time for the trial in uh, '77, uh, he lost that particular uh, letter. But you know." For keeping all the other goddamn records yeah. that they do, so uh, yeah, and they convinced them to uh, come on out, and the men kind of went together, and the women and children went together,
1: and the wounded got shoved into a wagon. Yep. Wait, wait, what? The Mormon, the, the Mormons m- convinced the people in the wagon train to come out. Right. Of their, uh, uh, mm-hmm. That guy, Farm Lee. Uh, what was like? Uh, what's John, his name? John
0: John D. Lee. John D.
1: Lee
2: went in there, and he's like, "Hey, look." If you leave your weapons here and you leave your stock for the Indians, we'll take you back into Pinto. Were they taking them to Pinto or were they taking them to the other town? Uh, I think the further town, like 30-mile town or the 10-mile town.
0: Yeah, I think it was about 35 miles. Yeah, into
2: but we'll take you into town. We'll uh, we'll discuss like how we'll proceed after here, but we'll keep you safe from this this horrible Indian attack you've just sustained, which was not at all a put-up job. Yeah. <laughs> Was totally just Indians, you know. Holy shit! But they they convinced them to leave all their weapons. They brought them a wagon for their wounded. Uh, they sent the women and kids out first, right?
0: Yeah, they're about a half mile apart when it all happened, and right. uh, basically they just said halt. And it's people have the different person giving the orders too, yeah. which is fishy too. You know, it's like do your duty, and yep. uh, yeah. So the uh, Indians jumped out of the uh, bushes and killed all the women and children. And uh, the men turned on the other men and shot them point blank. And so the, each man was next to another man. And the, that they and the
2: wagon driver shot the piss out of everybody, you know, laying in the wagon, sick and dying anyway. And, you know, I think they said it was over in like less than 15 minutes. Yeah. Which is one of these uncommon things. I, I always want to reiterate that so many of these battles and massacres and shit that we hear about in history and we watch so many movies, it seems like it's over in 15 minutes. It's fucking uncommon. It's usually stretches on for hours and hours, if not days. But this was like, you know, Dunzo.
1: Well, yeah, you got like three wa- three wagon loads of fucking sick people with no guns or anything. Yeah, like, like fish in a barrel. Like. Tonight, on the world's most one-sided fight. <laughs> yeah. yep. It's me versus a bear. Yeah.
0: So, uh, uh, seventeen kids survived because um, Mormon law—they didn't want to kill anybody under seven years old.
1: Oh, I thought it's because they're bulletproof or something. Mm, no,
0: they—they they are <laughs> yeah. d- deemed innocents.
2: It was like uh, what Wolverine's little, like on Logan, X twenty three. Oh, X twenty three. He's all stabbing and screaming and.
1: Yeah. God damn! I just watched that movie again, like recently. I remember seeing that for the first time, like, right before my daughter was born and being like, dude, being a dad's going to fucking rule. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're on your way there. Yeah, yeah, she's halfway there. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Now now she's just got to figure
2: out where the claws pop out, I guess. Yeah,
1: just tape some sporks to her hands. Yeah, yeah. We'll start with plastic. (laughs) Yep. It's like play school.
2: Anyway, um, but yeah, and and also the Mormons thought, well, all these kids will be too young to remember what happened, to accurately- Tell anybody that may come asking.
0: And the other part of the investigation, too, is like, you know, the soldiers are going to believe us because we're white, and they're not going to believe the Indians because they're Indians.
2: Yeah. Because once again, always uh, another common thread in all these tales the Indians are always treated super fairly. There's mm-hmm. never. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. He's,
1: he's making the facetious face. Yes. No, you guys yes.
2: No, yeah. They, they're constantly getting double crossed, scapegoated, just falsely accused. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, and uh, as soon as that happened, uh, John D. Lee goes back to Brigham Young and tells them all about it, and I guess they can call that an investigation, but yeah, basically then, then over-
1: didn't they, they high five?
0: Yeah, basically over that uh, following year, they kind of got their story straight. Um, 59, uh, James Henry Carlton, he was a major at the time, later a general. We'll be talking about him later in the Kit Carson episode, because he was the- Guy who had the bright idea of uh, sending the Navajo all the way, like the 400 miles to where they got fucked over at the Bosco Redondo on the Pecos? So that wow. was a good time.
2: That was some foreshadowing that nobody will understand.
1: Yeah, Kit Carson. Man. <laughs> I'm definitely confused. <laughs> oh, Kit the, the Bosque Bosco. Yes, I know it well. Yeah.
0: So, uh, yeah. So he finds a bunch of you know hair in the sagebrush, sagebrush and bones everywhere. So.
2: I have an awesome, actually, uh, one thing I do have is an illustration. I think it's from the Harper's Ferry uh, about this time depicting that. I'm going to show it to Tony and we'll get a reaction.
1: Ooh. I'm trying to get, I'm getting my reaction ready. How am I going to do this?
2: Oh, yeah. Um, the caption reads, uh, this is from the uh, the awesome uh, Time Life, the Old West series from like the 80s. John Wesley Hart, who shot a man for snoring. Um, shot a man while he was snoring. Yeah. But uh, Wolves forage among the human remains in this Harper's Weekly sketch of the aftermath of the 1857 massacre at Mountain Meadows where 120 emigrants were shot by a joint force of Mormons and Indians. So there's the illustration.
1: Whoa. This looks like one of those books where it's like, when you hear this sound, turn the page. Ooh, it's a haunted house. There's like a moon. There's like a... Uh, Straight up, like, whole skeleton being, like, drug away by a dog. That's a wolf. Yeah, it's a dog. Is that Snoopy? We're gonna, we yeah. s- we'll scan that put it up. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah, basically,
2: it it, it looks like a, some fucking, like...
1: looks like a back piece, like you, a back tattoo from, like, a emo chick.
2: Yeah, like, you will know us by our trail of dead fucking album totally. cover or some shit. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so they uh, bury everybody and put up a little uh, kind of stone cairn to kind of memorialize. And there was actually... Four different uh, little things to memorialize it, and they all, it all was all shit, and they really told a real story about what happened. Even today, what which is think? always fun.
2: Oh, you're talking about they actually put like a plaque or something that was just yeah, like bullshit. <laughs> a thing this happened, happened here. Years, like, once. There was things there to memorialize it. And it was all shit. It's like well, they, what they piled manure. Like, <laughs> I, was like no, <laughs>
0: that that would be my memorial.
2: Yeah,
1: well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just a lead turd. you know a lead turd.
0: Uh, let's take a break.
1: All right. Let's take a real break. I'm going to hit pause. Okay. there's another channel, West All the West was fucked. How the West was fucked. How yeah. the West was fucked. Grab him by the nuts.
0: Hail hey, to the Trump in the Trump in the truck. Nuts. They're so tremendous. You got a buy some now. They're made in America by undocumented illegals Buy some truck nuts with Trump's face on the walls Honor the 45th and last president of these United States of America by owning a pair of Trump Truck Nuts <laughs> Made of ballistic plastics These handsome nuts hang patriotically off your truck's rear end and, uh, these finely crafted testes are molded after the president's own nut bag. They're so realistic, you can smell the American exceptionalism. Real Sumatran orangutan hairs are added for just, just terrific ubiquitous hair. The president's face is embossed on both testes and stamped with the presidential seal. Buy these tremendously terrific Trump truck nuts today! Sold at Walmart and your classier dollar stores. Buy these nuts, they belong to Trump. It's the only truck nuts at the president's face. Some say they're toxic, but that's just fake news. Buy three or four and stick them on your hover today.
2: Grab 'em by the nuts. Grab 'em by the nuts Trump truck nuts. 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 From Trump, uh, from Trump, from uh, from Trump, uh, from Trump, Trump, from from <laughs> the, west,
1: the
0: The Thurman. Ed Gein
1: played the Thurman. That's that's True. a perfect intro to coming back in. Yeah. Oh, we're back? Oh.
2: Yeah, we're back. We had to pause and listen to what the what was that, the Boston Strangler? The Boston
1: Strangler. He recorded a fucking like knockoff of Earth Angel, basically. Like the whole blues. song. The song was him singing about how he needed to hold a woman. Well, and... it
2: pretty much sounded like an <laughs> incel, incel manifesto pretty much. that then turns into a
1: murder ballad. Pretty much. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Uh, Albert DeSalvo, you can find it on YouTube. Uh Strangler in the Night is the name of the song.
2: Yeah, it's super uplifting. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. yeah. Fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Yeah.
0: Get that gold record on the wall with uh what's his name? Uh, John Wayne Gacy's paintings. And stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So- oh and George W. Bush's paintings too. Oh
0: yeah. yeah they're about the same quality.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually seen Bush's, but I've never seen Gacy's. Don't know if I want Yeah,
0: Yeah, yeah. They're just all drawings of Clowns. himself as a clown. That's yeah. what I figured. Pogo. That's
1: woof.
2: I can go without that.
0: I, I used it on the Clown Raper CD, one of them anyway. All
1: right. Yeah. <laughs> just pl- plugging your own work, huh? Yep. Wait, you've seen that movie uh, Vulgar, right? Uh, no. What it's uh, about? It was like one of the Kevin Smith's first attempts at like horror. A really dark movie where he like, Kevin, uh, the, the guy that played, um, shit, the guy uh, from Clerks, the main guy from Clerks. Oh, well, like... Uh fuck I can't remember his name. Anyways, he uh uh not the video store guy but the corner store guy. He he's like, "Hey, I'm I, I hate my job. I'm just going to be like a dirty clown and go around to like adult parties and tell fucked up jokes." And uh the first time he goes to this party, he shows up and it's all dark and three hillbillies pop out of nowhere and just rape him and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> uh, and then after that, he like turns into a vigilante where he goes out at night fucking fucking up like bad guys. It's a really weird ass movie. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. really dark. Nice. Yeah. Anyways. Talk, Is that your recommended uh, go watch it. movie? It's like, no, you said Ooh, Navy SEALs. You yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> Oh, anyway, happy, it,
2: happy scrappy hero pup.
0: <laughs> Angel Slut sixty nine. <laughs> uh, the other thing uh, that we forgot to mention was um, the Mormons claim that the uh, the immigrants uh, poisoned some of their uh, springs and water, which would ended up being total BS anyway. But Another reason for them to attack them.
2: Well, it's like, like I say, it was uh, you know, it, it was pretty much some like infowars style bullshit, uh, satanic rituals, royal family, mainstream news, folks. Being spread only it was like just you know while you're washing shit down by the river or at the general Goods store, you know like, but you know rumor and innuendo don't well, need the don't need the internet to travel like wildfires. So. Yeah,
1: everybody was an Alex Jones back then. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you understand that you politically? Put yourself in the
1: criminal zone. Yeah, well, when you're
0: staring at the sun all day, it's kind of easy for your imagination to run wild.
2: (laughs) Taking mercury to cure your syphilis. Mm -hmm. Fucking (laughs) your cousin.
0: man. Anyway, (laughs) there's something else that I forgot to mention, too. Do you remember that? I told you.
2: Uh, Army came back. Oh, yeah. The
0: army did come after uh, Lee and uh, one of the militia leaders, Haight. um, they just went and hid in the mountains when they came looking for them in 59. And they could actually see the army from from their uh, vantage point you know going into their farm and stuff. So it's not like the army didn't try to, to talk to these people, but uh, nobody answered any of the uh, affidavits to come in and talk to anybody or
2: right. Well, and then that yeah, then that that investigation basically ended, right?
0: Yeah, because uh, right after that, because Lincoln comes in the office, and then all the appointees get shifted around, and then the Civil War starts. Yeah. So they kind of forget about it.
2: Well, that was the thing is I mentioned earlier how uh, a lot of the whole Mormon problem was brought up uh, to kind of uh, obscure the whole um, abolition and and slave uh, fearer. Well, uh, you know, uh, once. Uh, once civil war kicked off, yeah, nobody really gave a shit what the Mormons were doing out there anymore, and you know they needed warm bodies on the, yeah, on the front. They so. should
0: really never give a shit in the first place. Well, they either. shouldn't
2: have, but that's come on, that wouldn't be the American way.
0: Nope. Well, I got my ideas. You got to have your yeah. my ideas too.
2: Yeah, yeah. And even if you'd go try to have your ideas in your own neighborhood, I'm gonna come in there and idea the shit out of you.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, kind of like the Mormons today coming to your house and knocking on the door.
2: See, yeah. see how history works it's, in a circle. It's a vicious
1: circle. They're coming. They probably already knocked on the door. Yeah. Well, Is that the guy who came in there oh, earlier? Yeah. That would have somebody, been. That somebody would have been... popped his head in here while we were recording. <laughs> yeah.
2: That would have been awesome if it was missionary. He's <laughs> like,
1: hey, gents, I, yeah, I got all the time. Come on Come in. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus has a special it. message for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have a special message for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: One time I invited him in when I was playing guitar, and, and the kid goes, he's like 20 or whatever, so I hand him the guitar. and it's like, yeah, you know, what do you know? And then it's like. Plays Creed right away. It's like, oh, fuck.
1: Hell yeah. Come. You, what would what you guys call the band that you started? Uh, Creed, Creed Two. Creed <laughs> Two. Creed of Oh, so, uh, Speaking of Christian rock, we were like,
2: you know, P.O.D. stopped by the bar the other oh, night. Oh, I met
1: P.O.D. Uh, last week. That was cool. Oh. Yeah. They are no longer the youth of the nation. No, they're fucking mm. old farts of the nation. Yep. Wow. But they got a new record out. I don't know why I'm telling you that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good plug for them. I didn't get paid to say that. <laughs> But what if you had? We'll go back and get retroactively paid. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, So it was uh, 75 before they actually uh, started uh, looking into this shit and started taking depositions. And uh, so that was 20 years past almost. The other thing, too, is when Carlton came through, he saw a bunch of Texas Longhorns that the Mormons had, and they didn't have any Longhorns before. So that kind of tipped them off. Uh, John D. Lee was kind of... um, Uh, took the lead on distributing all this bounty too. Yeah. And they have stories of um, fingers and ears lopped up to get the jewelry off and stuff. And they even had the old clothes just kind of bloody, just sitting in their church for a while.
2: I guess that was another thing we kind of failed to mention too, is you got to remember at this time, like we said, uh, the Mormons had only been in Utah about 10 years and it was still pretty hard scrabble for them. They didn't have a lot of trade uh, happening with other people. Pretty much everything they had, they were kind of having to grow themselves. Yeah. They didn't have
0: a lot of money because they got a lot of their money to move out from their friends right. in England and stuff. So. And
2: and meanwhile, uh, the uh, uh, the wagon train, uh, god damn it, what's the name again? Uh, uh, Baker. Francher Baker. Francher Baker uh, is regarded as one of the best organized and wealthiest
1: wagon trains. Yeah, it was
0: like $100,000 worth of stuff even back in the day. Yeah.
1: And that was, that was the wagon train that got fucked up by the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So there might have been also a kind of
2: jealousy and profit Oh, yeah, they're like, or, there's a bunch
1: of rich fucks. let yeah, take
2: them down. Let's redistribute the... Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's two other wagon trains that the uh, the Paiutes did kind of molest along the way, and they didn't let them kill them after the fact. The, the Mormons did step in and say, hey, you know, just give them, give them your cattle and well, be on your way. Well, in yeah.
2: that year, they'd, there had already been like three or four, like through there prior to this one, too, that hadn't really gotten fucked with. Yeah. You know, just uh, once, like I said, a lot of it is just the building up of paranoia due to. Rumor, I mean, and some of that rumor was true. The army was, in fact, on its fucking way. Yep. Um, to uh, peacekeep. So, you know, mm-hmm. if anybody's familiar with what happens, what happens when peacekeeping happens is well, that's what the army was started for, right? Right. Peacekeeping. Mm-hmm. That's that's, so that's their job. Just <laughs> piecing the shit out of you. You're in pieces from the I Department know, I, of I, Peace. I know when I went <laughs> to basic training. I mean, they were all about, you know, all right, soldiers. This is, you know. They're training you how to keep the fucking peace. Yeah, that's... Yeah, weird. we're going to put flowers in your gun barrels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck?
0: Uh, the Mormons even charged the government 17000 for taking care of the kids for those uh, couple of years before they got returned. You can just charge the government? Mm-hmm.
2: You fucking invoice them? Uh, yeah. Well, that's weird because I thought in those days, like, kids were basically currency. I mean, that's... It's like cigarettes in like, jail. Like free labor, you know.
0: Well, when they had to return them. They didn't have much of a choice, uh, so, I guess.
2: So it was not a least owned own no, option? No, Probably
1: not. <laughs> hey, these ones got old. I don't know what happened. Yeah, we yeah. need to return need them. they
2: need a new model. They're defective. has sort of been, yeah. been and, warranty, no longer under warranty.
1: And obviously
0: when they asked the kids who are now adults about, you know, if they were living with the Indians or, or whatever, they could say, it's like, well, we know exactly what happened, so... They went and testified against all of them, too. How and, fun must
2: have that been, growing up in an environment with, you know, just people that had murdered the shit out of your entire family? Yeah, that must have been great.
0: And uh 1870, uh, Lee gets excommunicated along with um, one of the militia commanders' hate again. Uh, so by 1870, they already have their kind of stories straight, and they kind of blamed—already blamed everything on uh John Lee there, and— um, actually the uh, they did have what was it, 74 they had a um, uh, a trial against Lee but uh, of course this was a local trial and yeah. everybody was Mormon on the jury and they did not convict him
2: right imagine that
0: so once the kind of the rest of the country kind of hears about all that they kind of did have to convict somebody and kind of all fell on Lee even though
2: he was know, actually a little more uh, by some accounts he was actually more opposed to the plan. He ended up going along yeah. with it. But he
0: wasn't present when they had the the very meeting to decide what it would happen.
2: Right, but there's accounts of him being told, like, all right, Lee, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go in there and you're going to tell them, like, okay, put down your weapons and we'll give you protective custody and shit. And then we're going to march him out of there and then we're going to fall upon him. He's like, I'm not cool with yeah. being that guy. Um, and,
0: you know, he was in Missouri and... In, and uh, Illinois, when all that happened, to, and he was kind of the adopted son of Brigham Young. So he's not going to do anything against his wishes or anything like that or anything that you might even come close to that.
1: And Well, Brigham Young had already sent a letter saying, like, don't fucking do it. Oh, yeah, man, well, that was is probably to before. cover their
0: asses Maybe. Oh, I at see, the I trial. See. Right. But uh he couldn't, um, you know. If he wanted to be innocent, he couldn't implicate anybody else. So he was kind of fucked. So it's either fuck over all the people you love, or just take a bullet. And actually, which he did,
1: fuck the, all the people well, you love. Know. And actually,
2: <laughs> yeah, before that, he even like you know, there's been there had been such a long time since the first trial and the second. You know, I think didn't he move to Arizona for a while and like he was, he was uh, running a ferry, yeah, service? right on the border and.
0: You know, that's being excommunicated, you're kind of stuck there in right. another lonely existence, not but, having any of your friends but, around you. But anything. apparently
2: he stayed faithful to, the, you know, he was excommunicated from the church, but he built the ferry just literally to help uh, Mormon settlers cross. And get he, get know, into he, Arizona, yeah. You know, he still kept the faith even though he was excommunicated. And then, yeah, but any which way, he got found guilty in what, uh, firing squad, right?
0: Yeah, he got to choose his own uh, means of execution. And there's a nice uh, photo of him sitting on his own coffin, kind of. Waiting for things to get going.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's in, like, a long dress with a microphone, Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. like, laying sideways on the coffin like it's a piano. <laughs> Fucking Burt Reynolds pose. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> totally. Cowboy Fabulous hat Baker boys. Yeah.
0: So there were nine indictments, but John Lee was the only one to actually go to trial. That and, poor
1: bastard. He's like, oh, I still believe, even though he's yeah. not part of the church anymore. Sure, I'll take a dive. you yeah. hey guys.
0: So uh, mountain meadows, they say, is part of the lore is uh, after that nothing grew up there and it was just,
2: you know, a pile of rock. Which is bullshit yeah. because I've seen pictures of it and it's a perfectly fine meadow. For southwest Utah. For Utah, yeah, in the, in the lush tropical jungle that is Utah.
0: Mm-hmm. 99, <laughs> uh, they uh, were digging up the graves. 1899?
1: 1999.
0: 1999. Oh, shit. Yeah, got a party ahead. like that. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, so they were digging up the graves and kind of doing uh, you know some archaeology and stuff to kind of piece together what Foren- might have happened.
2: Forensic archaeology.
0: Yes, but uh, Utah's government, they kind of used the antiquities kind of thing with the Indians and saying, uh, no, you can't do that. So it was a brief little two-week period that they got to— What, uh, they were
2: claiming that there was native remains in there? Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, is likely because— I. You know, Uh, because it's fucking the old old west in Utah.
0: (laughs) One or two with the 120 others. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they kind of still trying to cover it up in uh, 99. Wow. Yeah. Uh, And a lot of the descendants, um, John Lee's uh, descendants, uh, a lot of them ended up uh, in Congress. There was one guy uh, serving in state Congress at, at the time in Utah. That's one of his descendants.
2: Oh, imagine that! Yeah, imagine I wonder that. which. I wonder which way he voted on that. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> they did get to. Uh, oh, uh, six weeks they had, and they did reassemble twenty-eight ske- skeletons. So, wow. something. But they did find out that the women and children had bash marks over the skull and. The men had bullet holes in the back of the head. Yeah, there's so. very,
2: there's very often a common reoccurring thing in any of these atrocities that we discuss over the weeks is uh, pe- people back then did not like to waste bullets on women and kids. Um, they will generally use any other means. Yeah. Like, well,
0: now, now there's equality. So.
1: Yeah. Now, now <laughs> everybody gets a bullet. Now. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Bullets uh, for everyone. Bullets for.
0: <laughs> yeah. Turkey We're, in every pot. I'm yeah. glad we, we've become so progressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, what else? I think that is about it. Oh, uh, John uh, D. Lee had a uh, statue they were going to put up in uh, the local town. But uh, the descendants of our, all the victims didn't kind of shut that down. Why? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He did a lot of good for the town and the area. But yeah. Aside
2: from everybody. Yeah, he kept out all, them, everybody. Kept out all <laughs> them dirty Gentiles. Yep. Yeah. But, Yeah. So that's more or less the tale of the Mountain Meadows Massacre.
0: Yeah. So they don't know exactly how much the, the higher-ups were involved. And, but mm-hmm. you probably could guess that to, to at least to the point of stirring shit up and getting everybody all paranoid. Yeah.
2: Whereas, you know, that never happens. with religious, religious leadership is not known for, you know, fomenting crazy theories or violence of any kind. You know, that never happens anymore. anymore. So, nope.
1: <laughs> First I've heard of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Should we go out on the hail of gunfire? Why not? Uh,
2: sure, I guess. Why not uh, just just like the Mountain or the Baker?
1: <laughs>
0: oh yeah, let's all walk out single file with somebody kind there you of go. leading us on. There
1: you and go. Have, yeah. Hey, we are going out on the hail of gunfire because we're all uh adult men. That's right. Oh, well, but what if none I, of us are what innocent? if I
2: want to get beaten to death with like a table leg? Then you gotta act like a child <laughs> or dress up like a lady. Okay. Well, I just well, pooed my pants. There we go. All right, we'll see you all next time. Hey.
0: Trump truck. Trump trucks Trump truck. Trucks. Trucks. If you're a pansy ass, we got social media and HTWF podcast across all
2: platforms, you
0: motherfuckers. But we are also Luddite Cowboys, so send your hate mail to Box 4001, South Kobe, Washington, 98384. Fuck you very much.